Welcome to Attenuation, a weekly podcast where two friends come together to drink beer, discuss beer styles and trends, and just generally ruminate on the meaning of life, aka beer. If you enjoy your time with us, we invite you to become a weekly listener and subscribe to the podcast. Without further ado, here is this week's episode. Hello, and welcome to a special edition of Attenuation, a beer podcast. My name is Jason, and I'm joined by my best friend since 8th grade, Stephen. Hello. Hello, sir. It's been a full year. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, right? The time has come again. I feel like we did this, like, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it does not seem very long ago. So, time flies, man, especially when you get old. I guess so. Well, we're here for our second Thanksgiving toast. Yep, and again, we are going to be drinking the this year's vintage of atrial rubicite from Jester King Brewing in Austin, Texas. Yes, so. this was specially uh, delivered to me, compliments of Stephen's family. <laughs> oh, that's right, yeah, my wife and kids are out your way, <laughs> Yes, so they brought it to you, I forgot about that. Yeah, you sent yeah, them with a drop-off mission, yeah, <laughs> and I was happy to get this beer. <laughs> Oh, I sent you the cherry one too, huh? When I at the same time. Yes, and I drank that one. I still need oh. to drink mine. I haven't, I haven't had it yet. <laughs> a cherry beer doesn't last long in my possessions, even. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I know no, we, I... we got to get you some uh, new Glarus. Yes, that's on my white whale list, and we're gonna have some more white whale updates today. <laughs> yeah, I'm very excited about that. I'm having a very good day. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I literally was like thinking about this beer. I just kept going to my fridge and opening it and looking and make sure it was, still, making sure it was still there. I don't know where it was going to go. But. Well, I dutifully, there was a few days I looked longingly at it and I was like, no, I have to save it for Yeah, I have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we've been good. So should, we, should we imbibe? Let's do it. All right. No cork or wax on this one, but. That's true. Know glass bottle so it has one ele- one of the three elements of a fancy beer <laughs> i think this one officially counts though this is definitely fancy beer i forgot how intense the color of this is what's funny is that like in pictures and stuff because the way the bottle is shaped it looks like a it w- it's going to be like a 750 milliliter bottle like a big wine size bottle but it's not it's kind of a like a shorter stoutier version <laughs> Oh, you're right. It totally looks like it would be. Yeah, it's only just a little over 16 ounces, 6, 17 ounces. So anyway, it's funny because you pay, I can't remember how much this is, 25 bucks or something. And you're like, oh, the bottle's small. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to talk a little bit about this beer as we taste it and stuff. And you'll kind of see why okay, it costs awesome. $25 and why it could cost a lot more. So, all right. Ooh. This is fine because we both have the same beer. Never happens. <laughs> Oh, it's jammy this year. Yeah, definitely. It's like a trifecta of fresh raspberry, raspberry jam, and raspberry pie, if you can believe it. <laughs> I, like, distinctly smell all three of those things. Yeah, a little bit of, like, lemony hay in the background. Maybe, mm-hmm. like, almost like a darker fruit than the raspberry, like a currant. Yes, like black currant, concord grape, almost. Mm. Yeah. And then I swear I get vanilla, but I could be imagining it. I could just smell this one. <laughs> I know, right? It smells so good. All right, cheers, sir. Oh, we're supposed to say what we're thankful for, right? Thankful for atrial rubicite. Uh, okay, yeah. You want me to go first? 
Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's been kind of a crazy year, but just thankful for my family, my wife, who is a big supporter of the podcast, and she puts up with all the time and energy I put into not only recording and editing and stuff, but all the Instagram, you know. (laughs) She suffers through me taking pictures of every beer I drink, and yeah, I have to take a, beer, a picture with the glass of beer, and then I and then I have to split it between the two glasses, <laughs> too. So it's a, it's a whole process. So she's just a trooper, and she supports me. So thankful for her, thankful for my kids and friends like Jason, who uh, this is like this is a dream, just because we've been friends for a long time, and of course. It, like been years where we didn't get to see each other very much or whatever but it's been pretty cool seeing you almost every week so getting to talk to you catch up with you keep up with you so cheers yeah thanks buddy i'm gonna put you at the top of my list after those compliments um (laughs) well what i was gonna say is kind of funny because we have been friends for a super long time but i feel like our interests never fully overlapped we were definitely good friends um and i guess there was like music and stuff like that but i feel like now we have the same level of fanaticism for the same hobby because <laughs> you were like a little bit more into sports and steven was way cooler than i was i was like i was a weird nerd that liked video games but now we're both <laughs> equally weird about beer so i feel like we finally found that hobby we can just super nerd out with each other about so i'm really thankful for that and yeah, it's been great seeing you. Um, we kind of started the podcast. It's been a while now, but I'm glad we've been pretty dutifully recording every week. So that's been really nice. And then, yeah, I'm just thankful for family. I have a baby on the way. So that's very Woo! exciting. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's podcast official now. Yes. So yeah, that'll be a big change. Hopefully it doesn't interrupt our recording <laughs> schedule too much. Yeah, my, my wife is saying, like, what happens when the baby comes? I'm like, yeah. I'm not sure. but <laughs> We'll figure it yeah. out. Yeah. It's if we might take a break, might take lots of breaks, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, it's been a crazy year for me too. And looking forward to another crazy year and just thankful for a lot of things. And yeah, family, uh, work, good beer and the ability to enjoy it all and soak it in so all right there are we are we uh officially thankful enough to in, uh, drink this uh <laughs> yeah let's do it <laughs> all right, we've jumped through all the hurdles to get yes to this year. all right <laughs> cheers okay what do you think so far so good <laughs> yeah it's funny every time i drink this i'm like man anybody could drink this mm-hmm. this is like <laughs> It's not too funky. It's not too weird. It's a nice blend of sweet, tart, and and dry. You know, it hits you with a lot of that raspberry fruit, but not in a not in an overly sweet way. No, I totally agree. It's like a Venn diagram, but there's like five circles. <laughs> <laughs> there's like funk, sweet, sour, fruit, and dry. And this is like dead center of all those five circles. Yeah, yeah, it's um, the balance. It's cohesive. That's our new mm-hmm. favorite word. <laughs> so I'll give you some fun facts about this beer. Okay. Um, I've been reading tons of stuff about Jester King all week. Started to read a little bit more about this beer, and it's really interesting because they take a beer. So of course Texas well water. That's what mm-hmm. they start with. Some malt, uh, a light malt base, and then some fresh hops, and then also some very aged hops. Oh, and interesting. Then, so that's uh, that's what gives it a little bit of that like sort of funkiness and some like cheese to it. Yeah, just sort of an aged feel to it. So 
some freshened, some aged hops, brings the IBU to about 10 to 15, and then boil that. And then they put that wort into barrels and they age it for about a year. Okay. And then they take that beer, put it into uh, one of the big fooders, mm. and then put a crap ton of raspberries in there, fresh okay. raspberries. And they actually, they let it sit in there, but they, and then they also, um, they do like push downs. So they push the fruit down into the beer multiple times. Okay. Uh, apparently leaving that fruit sitting on top of the beer because it's going to naturally float to the top. You have a layer up there that dries out, and mm. that can breed a uh, like uh, it can make acetic acid, I guess, which is an off flavor in the beer. So they're constantly going in and pushing the fruit down into the beer, keep it wet, and then they pull that beer off the raspberries. And actually, with the H.O. Riverside, what they do is they take that beer off the raspberries. The raspberries are left in the fooder and then they come behind that and they put another beer on top of those raspberries and that becomes a beer called la via and rose oh interesting so they get two uses out of the yeah so it's a beer that one's a beer fermented on spent raspberries because okay so much a lot of the sugar and stuff is off of that so it's a a lot lighter a lot drier beer than h site but same raspberries um but yeah so you know a lot of time goes into this beer and the other interesting thing is that the beer that they use the base beer they use for this is not their best they don't use their best barrels for this beer Hmm. right because they know which barrels in their barrel program produce the best tasting beer without adding anything to it so a lot of those beers get bottled without anything added to them or very minimal things added to them. But they know they're going to add a lot of raspberries to this beer. So it doesn't matter that it's necessarily the the best beer. And in fact, they'll take a beer that's maybe not as acidic or tart because they know they're going to they're going to add a lot of acidity and tartness with the raspberries. So anyway, kind of interesting. Some fun facts about H.O. Rubicite. That is interesting. Yeah. I didn't realize they do like the two separate agings, and those are some. I guess I really, <laughs> I knew I never really knew the details of the beer. I just knew it was a really it's good. One. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think like any good, especially alcoholic beverages, sometimes time is your best. You know, one of the best features. I do like it. Is funny because I about what you said about how they don't have to use their best barrels because they know they're gonna dump like a cubic ton of raspberries <laughs> into it, which. <laughs> Yeah, probably does cover up or give you a lot of leeway. Yeah, there's a lot of room for error there, or at least yes. a little bit. A little room, yeah. A little extra <laughs> I mean, room. I'm sure they're making good beer still but as the base beer, but yeah. And then, of course, for the final product of Atrio Riverside, they're also blending multiple different mm. mm-hmm. um, barrels of, I think, different ages of Atrio Riverside. So a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of expertise goes into making this final product. So to pay $25 for a bottle, I'll do it every year. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. It, the, your proximity to Jester King is very nice. Yeah, I think if I had to pick one brewery that sort of, like, I'm very, very happy to be this, as close as I am to it, it's that one. I mean, Pine House is kind of a close second because yeah. they continuously pump out some really, really good beers. And I was able to get some Jaguar Shark. And Did you Jaguar try it yet? Shark. I haven't tried it yet. Nope. You had to drink so, it on the podcast. Yeah, I'm waiting. Okay. That's good. another one I keep opening the fridge and being like, I have to save this for some good content. <laughs> content. It's all content. <laughs> 
Well, uh, uh, what do you? Taste? I have. Yeah, I what have you a taste? fun story. What are you tasting oh. in this first? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't know if we even talked too much about. Well, we talked a little bit about how it tastes. But anything else to add? What's really impressive to me is there's um the flavor is bookended by this the tartness. There's almost like a lemon lime on the entrance, and then it it comes back at the end too, like in the finish. Which is really cool. Usually beers are really like sour in the beginning, or sometimes they have like a sour aftertaste. But I think it's kind of rare that it like it bookends the flavors because it almost goes away. Like it's sour. Yeah. And then it kind of cascades through like the sweet raspberry and some of the other flavors, and then all of a sudden the sourness like creeps back in. It's wild. Yeah, it leaves you with a almost a, um like a pink lemonade kind of aftertaste. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like a raspberry 100%. lemonade. Yep. And there's something about that like just goes perfectly into the next sip. It's like each sip is priming itself for the next one. <laughs> okay, tell us your story. Mm. Okay, so Stephen has alerted me to this business that's in my local proximity <laughs> that somehow has a ridiculous beer selection. Insane. So I followed, I followed them on Instagram. And yesterday, they put a picture of two beers that I've long, long, long wanted to try. Hetty Topper. And Focal Banger, right? Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Hetty Topper is what I wanted to try the most. But I've also heard great things about Focal, Focal Banger. So I was like, oh, I have to go. So I got up super early this morning. And on the way to work, I drove there <laughs> like an idiot. I didn't like check when they opened. <laughs> so I drove past and they were closed. So I was like, dang it. I have to go to work. I have to work the whole day. It's going to be gone. Like they even said on their Instagram post, like this will not last long. Yeah. So I worked, and I had to work kind of late a little bit, and then I was like, okay, I, I tell my wife, like, I'm going to be late, I have to stop on the way home. <laughs> I'll bring you something, like, uh, trade a deal, you know, trade a deal with her, because I was already running late, but I was like, yeah. I have to go today, because, like, it's going to be gone, right? Yeah, yeah. So I went on the way home, and the f- stars aligned, there was, like, a spot right in front, and I walked in, and I was, like, pretty underwhelmed with the establishment. It's literally just, like, a... AM PM, you know, like a quick stop. Yeah. So they just have like chips and soda and cigarettes and but then like to one side they had this beer fridge that's like maybe four doors of beers. And it was just like insane selection. I gotta go back. I was you know, I just was already running really late, so I just said there was actually a guy there kind of like can I help you? And I was like, Oh, this is not good service. So yeah. like, <laughs> It's this incredible craft beer experience, like, in the middle of this, like, very run-of-the-mill AM, like, you know, quick mart. And I was like, oh, do you guys still have Heady Topper? He's like, oh, we still do, but it's, you know, it's going fast. And so I was like, oh, my gosh. So I just saw that it's, like, right, it was dead center in the fridge. Grabbed a four-pack of that, grabbed a four-pack to Vocal Banger, ring out, ran to the car, put him in the trunk, started driving home. And I was like, I can't believe it. I, like, finally got this beer. I've wanted this for, like, three years. And I was like, oh, I wonder if they're like really old. Like I'm trying, like running through all these like doomsday scenarios of like how, like, how, like how, how they were they able to even get this? Like, yeah, one, how did they get it? We're not in that distribution network at all. Like I know you can get it in a lot of states, but you cannot get it where I live. And then I don't know. I was like, ah, there's something off about it or something. I don't know. And then I got home and I went to put it in the fridge and I flipped it over for the can date and it's canned like nine days ago. So it's like, not only is it the real deal, but it got here like. Pretty much as fast as it could possibly get here. Like, they must have shipped it directly to the store. Um, so I don't know what their hookup is. I'm, maybe I'm going to reach out to them on Instagram and see if they'll... I'll, I'll pick their brain a little bit. Like, how are you getting this stuff? Because, Stephen, the yeah. very next row, I didn't investigate too much. But they had a bunch of stuff from 
um, Anchorage Brewing. So I needed to develop a relationship with whoever's stocking that beer fridge. Yeah, I know they get, well, yeah, they, they tend to get their distribution out a little bit more. And they put a lot of stuff on Tabor. Okay. Uh, my, like, beer shop gets Anchorage and stuff. But, yeah, still, like, they are getting, they have a serious hookup at that little market. Like Yeah, so. Because they I, had, they posted Trillium beers a few weeks ago. So Yeah, and I didn't And know those that. aren't coming out this way. So. Yeah, so. I'm going to keep my eye on their Instagram. And uh, when they have something good, I'm going to swing by after work and grab it. So. <laughs> awesome. So I'm super excited. I don't know. I will definitely drink one on the podcast i can't guarantee i won't drink one between now and when we record i want to drink one tonight i'm so excited seriously Um, but yeah so that was really exciting um so i might have a good hookup so this is probably the first time on the podcast it's a podcast exclusive where steven's actually jealous of me for once because usually he's getting all these insane beers and i'm like because his co-workers are hooking him up but today is the day i got in two you got me Yep. Yeah. So, when you when you bring in those to me, I was gonna say if uh, you or your family is coming out, I will definitely uh, sack, uh, uh, save a couple for you. Yeah, I, I like follow their Instagram very closely, and I'm always jealous. <laughs> yeah, I think I I posted it. I screen capped the um, Instagram post and I sent it to Steven with uh, a. <laughs> Like, yeah. A WTF, I think. Yeah. Look what I get to. Um, oh, and he's like, you have to go. And I'm like, I'm at work. Go now. <laughs> You're not feeling good. Bye. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um, it was funny. I actually caught a news segment or it was like an article. And then there was a little video. And it was an interview with the guy, like the owner. Okay. And... I, I thought for sure they were going to talk about, like, the craft beer selection and stuff. And all they talked about was just owning a little kind of mom-and-pop shop, basically, in the face of, you know, sort of all the economic changes and, and especially, you know, just a lot of big stores getting, a lot of small stores going out of business because of bigger box stores and stuff. And how he was able to, like, kind of compete in that market. But no mention of craft beer. That's interesting. And I was like, seems like his thing. <laughs> It's definitely smart. Like, he's keyed into... He must be really keyed... I would love to talk to him, because I think he's really tuned in, if not a huge craft beer nerd himself. But it is something to give you an edge, because, like I said, it's it's a non-assuming store. There's nothing different about it than, like, 7-Eleven or AMPM, except yeah. for the fact they have incredible beer. So, yeah, definitely a competitive edge for your store. Because I'm sure they get all the regular traffic, and then they get, like, weird nerds like me who rush in after work and... <laughs> excitedly buy craft beer <laughs> yeah i mean not a lot of like corner stores have their own instagram page either so <laughs> it's a little bit of a like yeah. a cult thing you know yeah for so that for that cool. area yeah, well, I look i'll look forward, forward to, to being a repeat customer yeah i check i kind of look at their instagram how how i check tavor you know what i mean it's yeah. like oh what do they have today yeah every day check in <laughs> yeah so they know what they're doing they definitely know what they're doing yeah i'm looking forward to hearing the having you taste that on the podcast so yeah we might have to do a head-to-head i may or may not also have a pliny maybe we'll do a showdown <laughs> dun, dun, dun. That was like my, <laughs> that's like my uh pseudo sue citrequential showdown yeah see if it's it can the top, only way to really the know beast. it's the only way to really know which one yep. is the best yeah yep. all right we'll have to 
We'll figure out the next day we record. I can't work the next day if I'm going to drink both of those. <laughs> <laughs> Makes so. sense. All right. Cool. Well, another well, successful uh, Thanksgiving toast. Yeah, you cooking a turkey tomorrow? I'm not. Who's I'm eating a turkey, turkey, but I'm not. I'm not on. I'm, we're on cookie duty. We don't have to cook the turkey. Cookie duty. Okay. Your dad cooked the turkey. Yeah, we're getting off easy. Going to the Dang old man's man. house. I am the old man now. <laughs> you got to cook the turkey tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, but I, I enjoy it actually. Yep. Spatchcock did actually. You ever heard oh. of Spatchcock? Wait, explain it to me again. I think I know, but you like cut the backbone out. Okay. And then you like flatten it. You like push on on the breastbone and flatten it into like a. You're also called a butterfly. Okay. Yeah, just like pushes all out so that you can. So it's all one level. So you're cooking. You know, it cooks more evenly that way. Oh, nice. And faster. So. Yeah, that sounds cool. So if you're in a rush, and you don't want to dry your turkey out for four hours in the oven, you want a moist turkey. I know people like that word. Uh, <laughs> Spatchcock your turkey. That's my Thanksgiving tip this year. All right. Good tip. Well, maybe if I cook a turkey next year, I'll try that. Either that or I'm going to deep fry it in the driveway. That's another good, another good plan. <laughs> Way to cook it fast. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to die, so I don't do it that way. I know. <laughs> All right. All right, sir. Cheers. Cheers. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Attenuation of Your Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on Instagram or Facebook for more fun content. Catch you next week. Cheers.